not the only penis man. What? Florida man arrested for pulling gun on escort. She was touching everything in my house but my dick. Rest in peace, this man's whole career. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is how the episode starts. (laughs) Welcome back to this week's episode of Slightly Broke. I was trying to decide if I wanted to say the date for posterity, and my brain just kind of broke. I guess I was like, what is the date? Should I say the date it comes out on, or should I say today's date? So for posterity, it's the 23rd of February, 2020. And we're diving into another one. It's me, your host, John Arterburn, this week. And I'm with McLean and Nick, as usual. And we're going to be talking at the first half about the Nevada caucuses, yeah. the debate, yeah. Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we're going to start you with a little poem. It pulled out my heartstrings this week, guys. And so I'm going to start you off. Is it from the Maya Angelou of our times? It is, really. Okay. Really. okay. You know, he's a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> Nick, can you hand me a tissue? This, this past <laughs> fall, we were campaigning near Reno. And in the middle of my remarks, the power went out completely. I was speaking to a dark room with no microphone, raising my voice to make myself heard. It only took a moment, but then something happened. One person held up the glowing screen of their phone, and then another, and then another. (laughs) Everyone holding up their lit phones together until the whole room lit up. And I couldn't see who was who behind each light, who was young and who was old, who was white and who was black. (laughs) <laughs> or Latino, or Asian, or Native, who was on two feet, and who was in a wheelchair. <laughs> I saw each little light and knew that behind it was an American who saw the lights go out and knew to do something about it. All it took was one person, and others began to do the same. If we can light up a high school gym, we can light up a neighborhood. If we can light up a neighborhood, we can light a city. If we can light up a city, we can light up our country. And if we can light up our country, we can make this nation we love shine once more as a beacon to the world. Right. It really, it hits home. You guys remember that song, All of the Lights? Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West. Flashlights, oh, spotlights, streetlights, uh, all of the lights. It's just trying to say like the most meaningless things you can to send a message. I love it. So yeah. Uh, we just had to share that with you guys, and now I think, what are we leading off with? Caucus. Caucus? All right. Caucus. All right, Nick, ass. you're wearing the hat of the man who won, so lead Woo. us in. All right. <clears throat> I'm just going to start off by saying thank you. Thank you, everyone. I know. We're right. We're right again. <laughs> we'll be right again next week, and we'll be right again the week after that. We have won a decisive victory, and in the, ha- in the uh, you know, uh, words of uh, the best character Adam Sandler's played in his entire life. Do you want to win by one point, or do you want to win by fucking 30 points? <laughs> and we did. 47% as of now, reporting 88% of the vote versus Joe Biden's slow and weak 20.9%. Right. Sleepy Joe, falling asleep at the wheel. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much absolutely crushed. 79% of the Latino vote went to Bernie Sanders, 51% of minorities, yeah. including 70% of minorities under age 45, 
Uh, actually, no, 70% of all people under age 45. But he's not building the kind of coalition, coalition. we need. <laughs> <laughs> How could he beat Trump? Yeah, there's no coalition there. Oh, sure, you may have beat yeah. the best challengers to you on our side, but you how will you win? Minorities, <laughs> but how do you get the rich people on MSNBC? <laughs> <laughs> really? Like he says he's for minorities, yeah. but Joy Ann Reed does not like him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. That was the best part of this week. I kind of got more sold on Bernie this week just by seeing how much like the establishment class freaked out. They're melting, I was dude. just like, okay, if it makes you guys this upset, I'll vote for Bernie. He's, he's just triggering all the right people. Well, Someone... He is. Chris Matthews freaking out, saying <laughs> Bernie's like the Nazi invasion. Yeah. Seen all the pictures Nazi, of yeah. him over the week, like as he's like, as the results are coming in, he's like sweating, like he's literally thinking on stage, like, oh fuck, they're bringing the guillotines yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, exactly. it was so good. Yeah, everyone's brain broke a little bit there. <laughs> One of them was just like, you know, I just don't even know what the voters want anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no shit. Man, maybe something, maybe change. We've been what saying we voted that. for the last four times. <laughs> oh my god! Like Obama promised change. Trump was obviously changed. You can argue good or bad, but he was changed. Yeah. <laughs> like people want something different. Yeah. That's like, how you win. Yeah, we're not taking Biden. No, thank you. No one's. No one's saying. What did he say to his donors the first week of his uh, announcing his campaign? He said, nothing will fundamentally change. Yeah, that's yeah. what Biden said. That yeah. was the, that literally his campaign was snake a, bit yeah. from that moment on. Yeah, it, it, I think it was a private fundraiser. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, like, we can make improvements, but nothing will fundamentally change yep. under a Biden presidency. I was like, cool, that's exactly what the millennials want to hear. I, I loved the... Chris Matthews thing. He said, I was reading last night about the fall of France in the summer of 1940. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about As normal working class people do. <laughs> <laughs> As everyone does. Yeah, exactly. Rides around the dinner table. Exactly. And the, <laughs> the blitzkrieg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just, it's so, like, it, it's, it's the funniest thing, like, and I feel a little bit bad for the boomers because, like, if we had had like yeah. every every bit of news and media and everything in our lives for like forty years of your growing up, yeah. defining your existence, telling you the scariest thing that could happen is the Ruskies bombing mm. your, yeah. your your elementary school, or I, like I you know, yeah, there'll be some trauma there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. But, but like, I think outside of that too, like, I think it was Joy Ann Reed who had one of this hot takes on MSNBC where she basically said like. The people who are doing the most work and the most active are millennials who are fundamentally upset at the card they've been dealt in society, you know? Uh, that, like, boomers had it so comfortable that you could have, like, like my grandpa, I think they raised seven kids, and it was he worked in a factory, and his wife was a stay-at-home mom. Like, yeah. that's not a reality for our generation, and we're very upset about it. Yeah, my great-grandpa had eight kids, all girls except for one boy, yeah. and basically farmed a two acre farm to, to provide for everyone yeah, with one laborer. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Or even like, like my parents' generation, there were two workers in the household, 
but they were living incredibly comfortably, you know? Yeah. Like, your wife worked, but you had a lot of extra money left over mm-hmm. that you could invest in things. Yeah, to make one person's money, so. money went towards bills, Yeah. and they had some left over, and then the other person's income was just fun money. Yeah, just got to do whatever Either fun money or, like, retirement saving. Investment. Also, what they didn't save for retirement at all at that generation, yeah. they just, like, blew it all, and now they want us to bail yeah. their asses out. Now yep. Two yeah. parents And then they want to cut jobs. it off yeah. once we get to exactly. that age, you know? You know, Social Security will survive for 30 years. That's when I'll die, but <laughs> after that, you guys are kind of fucked, but it'll be good for me now, but you guys should really figure that I'm out. I'm going to ride this out. Yeah, uh, I'm going to ride this out, but after my generation, you guys are fucked, so figure that out. You're planning on dying at 55, John? No, I was playing a boomer. Yeah, that'd be, that was boomer voice. That was boomer voice. He doesn't have as good of a boomer voice as we do, McLean. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll tell you, you what. Get that better. I tell you I what. Tell you oh close. my god. <laughs> yeah. Back no, but in I think, my day. I think that's like fundamentally true. Is that like most people are not happy with the economy, yeah. and they're coming out in droves to voice their opinion that like the status quo is not a solution. Yeah. And that's what Trump was. I thought about voting for Trump for a hot second because I was like. Ah, throw a grenade in Washington. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like I realized after that it was a bad idea, but like, like right leading up to the general, I was just thinking, sitting there thinking, like, okay, Hillary goes. That's eight years with which we can't challenge from the exactly. from the left flank. Like yeah. we can't move move the Overton window any further because she's refusing to do change. And nothing will fundamentally change. Nothing will fundamentally exactly. Change. But at least with Trump, there's that next chance. We have we have a chance in four years, and it, it can disprove some of these people. Clearly, it didn't. Now I'd like to be on record saying I didn't vote for him because like the racism <clears> and sexism got to me. Yeah, yeah. No. But I did think about it for a hot second and be like, oh yeah, he's really gonna fuck up Washington. So yeah, maybe that yeah. gets better. Maybe burn the house down to see. If you could build a better one. But the enemy of our enemy is not always our friend. I agree with that. Um, I have a True tweet. But I can also see, like, you can see why people would vote for someone like. Oh that. No, 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 absolutely. I can see why yeah, they yeah. do. It just takes some. It takes some analysis to see, like, from a big picture, like, okay, this is going to set us back. More I, I can help us. I can see why. But people even outside did of that, even round outside one of, without without the left is thinking of it, just saying like, my life shitty. Do I pick the person who's going to do nothing, nothing about it, or do or I pick the wild card? Yeah, like I, I think it's not insane to say pick the wild card. Yeah, I no. just think the better wild card this time, and Trump's no longer wild card. We know I'm exactly related to a lot of Trump voters. Yeah. I've, I've heard them speak, and, and that's exactly what it is. It was just like a, an indifference towards the status quo yeah. from both sides. Yeah, and and also when you start to hate something, you kind of just want to burn that shit down and just be like, well. Yeah, I could leave those fuckers there where they're making 200000 a year to sit on the Senate and accomplish fundamentally nothing. <laughs> or <laughs> we could try to burn that shit down and see what happens. Like, see, That's why I like to occupy. Like, uh, Even the Tea Party, I understood where they were coming from. I didn't agree with like anything they stood for. Yeah. But it was a fundamentally a populist movement from the right. Yeah. Like, now you're seeing a populist movement from the, the left with Bernie and like our revolution and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They're ready to turn it over. And more on the train of the... <clears throat> liberal centrist who kind of you know was shaming us for the kind of thing we were just talking about people who were say voting for bernie in the primary but ended up going for trump yeah. or people who didn't vote in the primary and still it's the wild like, card politics you know, went whatever that's exactly it then there's people who kind of see things the opposite direction where like <clears throat> any attack on the status quo no matter which side it's from is basically seen as their enemy no matter what. Oh, yeah. And so then they just end up completely oppositional. And I yeah. found one of the worst examples of this. Someone says, uh, uh, Liz Mayer, or Ma- Meyer? My- I think it's Mayer. Mayer. Uh, guys, I'm going to say this now. And she at least prefaces this. I am not representative of many voters, but if it's Trump v. Bernie, 
contest, and Connecticut is within five points. Unlikely, but whatever. I will vote for Trump. They're both awful. They both love the British NHS, which is automatically disqualifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, hate when people can access their health care. Yeah, right. uh, and then I found out, I decided, just real quick, just going to scroll over her, her picture and just see what the, uh, what the people she's worked for before. She was the comm strategist for Blunt, an extreme right-wing person in the UK in 2016. Scott Walker in 2012 through 2015. Rand Paul in 2013. Yeah. Uh, Perry in 2012. So pick the string of losers. Fiorina in 2010. Pick the very long string yes, of losers. Yes, yes. Former RNC online comms director, yeah. a Tory libertarian, and then had to throw yeah. in Arsenal fan. Yeah. Yeah. There was also These are the kind of people that scare Bernie, or that are scared by Bernie. This you know? was like, honestly like a really good Twitter take that I saw this week was, uh, it was from like Judd Legum or Legume. Um, also, guys, just side note, I'm always really afraid that we're going to, like, shout out some guy's tweet, like, a positive tweet, and it's going to turn out he's, like, hella racist. <laughs> but, like, he had, like, one, he had, like, one good hot take, and we're just like, yeah, yeah, shout out. He's best. Yeah. And it's going to turn out he's, like, a vehement white supremacist, and we're just going to be like, fuck, man. Like, that's how we're going to get canceled. So, yeah. we are... <coughs> slightly informed. Yeah. We don't look at. We see it too. We're gonna. We're gonna shout and it out. And if we have done this at all, or, yeah. or do this in the future, we're already apologized. We are already yeah, sorry. Do not write a blog about yeah. us. We don't look into stuff. Do not we write an article. Do not write a blog. Just so we his, already apologize. His take was: I don't know. If Bernie can beat Trump. But I will note that almost all the people who were sure Bernie would lose were also sure that Hillary would win. <laughs> yeah. so, Jonathan Chait. Yeah. Fucking uh, all anyone on MSNBC. I mean, even most CNN contributors, like, they were positive Hillary Clinton was going to It was like a 90 to 10% chance. And then those are the same people who are like, Bernie would definitely lose. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't trust your opinion, Donald. Yeah. Don't trust you it. You kind of lost that. Yeah. yeah, we don't. You get paid like 400 grand a year to sit on your throne commentating on dumb things without saying anything. We were talking <laughs> earlier this week, that'd be an ideal career path for all three of us. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just be on some dumb show on MSNBC where we get to be a panel. Totally. Yeah, right? I'll just sit there. For that. Yeah, exactly. You sit there, you say dumb things you believe, whether it's true or not, you get paid. Yeah. Right? I mean, great. I think we have to really start pushing the argument that, like, so New York Times, when Trump got elected, had to hire, felt they had to hire an extra conservative to match, you know, the, the, the new Tell that tide. side of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Match a, a certain sect of the, of the yeah. new political sphere. And he, they picked an anti Trump Republican, of course. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like the worst. Smart. He's, uh, Brett uh, Bedbug Stevens. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just really waiting to call out all of these people yeah. when not a single Bernie Sanders surrogate yeah. or, or anyone from a, a left progressive uh, yeah. policy standpoint gets onto any major news network, yeah. any major newspaper. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. I mean, and, and it's like, even if Bernie does lose, they're going to, like, trot around on their high horse saying they were right the whole time, but it's mm-hmm. probably also because the media would influence that election by not pulling in the direction of Bernie, even yeah. from the leftist media sources. Like, yep. that, And then they would get to ride around their high horse and be like, we told you, we told you. We tried to warn you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, the, and the thing with the difference between Trump getting elected and Bernie getting elected for these people is that at least with Trump, it gives them a foil. It gives them a purpose. They are the guardians holding the dragon at bay. Have you seen those articles where it's like, reporters, we need to do a better job? (laughs) (laughs) It's It's on us. Yeah, right? The battle for truth. None of us want a savior. (laughs) Relax, dog. Like, just report the news. (laughs) 
no one reads the 16th paragraph of your story about Trump's latest gaffe. Like, no one cares. Yeah, I mean, <gasps> Yang always said it, but he was like, if Trump proves he's Trump for the thousandth time, am I supposed to care? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> no. We know this. Yeah. I know he is who he is. Let's all move on and try to beat him. I also think, just real quick, while we're sticking in the first half, we have to touch the debate because it was the best debate. Oh, it was so, so good. Yeah, grr, grr. yeah, yeah. Guns were out. Guns were out. Oh, man, that was so funny. Yeah. Liz. Liz destroyed him. Yeah. Bloomberg mm-hmm. on stage. Like, you know, the predator, how, like, when it gets catches its prey, it, like, strings him from their ankles yeah. and, like, skins him. Like, that's that's how fad she just murdered also, him Bloomberg on that stage. Also, Bloomberg had this facial expression the whole first half that was, like... Fucking stroke. No, his facial expression was, why are these poor people being so mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that was the look I read on his face. <laughs> like, he's used to being on, like, Wall Street and in Davos for the past, like, 15 years where he's worshipped as a god. And then he gets on this stage and Warren and Bernie are really mean to him. And he's just like, what did I do wrong? I mean, on some level, why I are mean, these poor people so rude? I love that he. It was rumored that he turned down any coaching or yeah. anything like that. Like the dumbest thing he could have yeah. done. He stood up there, and some of the things he said, it was just like, "Oh my god, right. dude, what are you doing?" You know, the only reason that NDAs are around is because some women didn't like my sense of humor. They didn't like my <laughs> jokes. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> sexual harassment <laughs> jokes were not cool a while ago, Mike. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a great excuse there, Mike. Oh, yeah. my God. A- every single one of them up there got in a couple good shots. Liz took the cake. She had him cornered. Yeah. She lawyered him. She was left, right, left, right. He uh, was yeah. He got hardcore he was disoriented. So you're saying you will free those women from those NDAs tonight? No. But Well, I read that he, he did. Caved. He caved. He caved yeah. on only three? No, he caved on saying all of them could ask to be released. <laughs> you can ask. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to say no. That was, that was kind of the vibe I got. But I think he just wanted like a positive news story about him. And then also, like, when... Uh, when Amy and Pete got into it, that was like so fucking so good. So you're yeah, calling me, me dumb? Fill me in on this, guys. Oh, you missed this I part? I missed this exact part. Okay, yeah. so Pete criticized Amy for getting the president of Mexico's name wrong, which I think we talked about <laughs> on a previous yeah, week. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, so, so Pete started to criticize her for that, and then she tried to respond like, yeah, you know, it's not a trivia contest. Like, And then she started <laughs> listing trivia facts. Like it was something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, I'm not yeah. owned. Yeah, I'm exactly. not owned. You guys I also didn't things. know this other trivia. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. And then and then Pete responds. Pete just kept digging at Amy, which I didn't really get the point of, because like talk about she's punching not, down. Yeah, she's not out pulling <laughs> you. Like, and also like the f- I I think I think Pete had that vibe of like you know when like. Uh, like say you're like you're around your like little brother or something, and you know you can poke at him and annoy him, but he's not allowed to be mad because your parents are right mm-hmm. there. And so like it was like that where Pete kept poking her, but Clove couldn't get too angry because the whole world was watching, and he kept just like jabbing her and jabbing her and jabbing her, <laughs> and then and then she responded with like, "Are you trying to say I'm dumb, Pete?" And like like it was this weird exchange where like you started for a long time. News stories have said how much Klobuchar fervently hates this man and then he kept poking her on a debate stage and it was just it was so confusing but she let out like so much rage at him and then the the moderators also were like asking clove why she wouldn't know something like that and then she just started to get more flustered and like i forgot I, yeah, I, sorry. everyone gets names wrong sometimes i don't know like i'd also like to touch on uh warren's drive-by shooting that was oh, good at, at, at no it was at uh most of them 
She says, Mayor, Mayor Buttigieg really has a slogan that was thought up by consultants to uh, paper over a thin version of the plan that would leave millions of people unable to afford, afford their health care. It's not a plan. For all who want it. it's, a, it's a PowerPoint. <laughs> and Amy's plan is even left. It's oh, like a post-it note. <laughs> and then she says, Bernie has uh, started very much. Has, he has a good start, but instead of expanding and bringing in more people to help, instead of his campaign relentlessly yeah. attacking everyone, blah, 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 and Klobuchar's response to that was, I must say, I take personal offense since post-it notes were invented in my state. That's true. That's <laughs> like, a fact that happened. What? That is a fact that happened. And then, <laughs> which is like, why would you? Oh, I'm going to run from, from North Carolina and just be like, actually, all of you guys lose because we invented the airplane in my state. Yeah. And you've been flying in airplanes all over yeah. the country. Yeah. <laughs> What I also think <laughs> tried doing well, it without leeching off Globe us. Did tried to defend the length of her healthcare plan? And she did. She, she was, was like, like, no, it's long and in depth kind of thing. Yeah. And Liz was like, uh, it's three paragraphs. And we Googled it that night. It was five paragraphs. It was five. Yeah. <laughs> her oh whole healthcare God. plan was five it was, paragraphs. It was bad. And my the I mean the other thing is I mean, John was yeah. we were laughing our ass off when he said this, but he was talking about uh, what did he say? It was Who's uh, he was uh, Bloomberg when oh, he was yeah. talking about his taxes. He goes. Oh, I can't just go to uh, TurboTax Turbo like tax. all these poor people out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't include the poor people, but that was the implication was like, <laughs> you know, I have so much money that it takes <laughs> a lot longer to file taxes. It's like that picture of Diddy where he's like yeah. looking at a $1 bill. And he looks yeah. confused, he looked confused by yeah. the sight of a $1 bill. That was honest. The vibe I got from Bloomberg the whole debate was, these poor people are just so rude and they don't get me. <laughs> this joke killed There was Goldman even one Sachs. part where, uh, I forgot who was criticizing him, but he just goes, enough! And you just got those really weird, like, oligarch vibes of, like, I'm done with this! Like, I'm done getting criticized! Like, <laughs> you guys know I could buy your family, correct? <laughs> uh, Bloomberg called... Uh, Bernie is a communist. That's true. He, he called did. him. He called a communist on stage. Oh, he also pulled like the most right wing attack on Bernie possible. Where he's like, "It's funny to me that uh, the leading socialist in our nation owns three homes." <laughs> Bernie jumped, but he defended himself well. He's like, "Well, I work in Washington," and Bloomberg's yeah. response to that was, "That's the first problem." Yeah. Like, the <clears throat> fuck? As a um, <clears throat> an official surrogate of Chairman Bernie's yeah, uh, exactly. uh, revolutionary guard. Uh, I will have uh, James Carville, Chris Matthews, and uh, Mike Bloomberg know that we've already started a list of everyone yeah. that calls yeah. him a communist. Also, just just overall facts, too, is, like, he's been a senator and a congressman and, like, a mayor for, like, like he's been in public his so- like service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you do make some money. Like, it's not wild to think. That he would purchase a couple homes, like it's, it's like it's not his fault. He sold a book that was that, that yeah. made him more money than Joe Biden's entire his career of being is a like grifter. Two million, and yeah. it's like, yeah, that's what being successful for until you're seventy eight years old looks like. Like he was you, under a millionaire before he sold. He wrote his book too. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like, you know, I think he was right, right, just fine, right like around a million, eight, and now he's right to, around two million. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Like, boom, like they try to attack him on this, and it's like. They, they did this to, just, this is a little off topic, but they did this like Marie Ivanovich too, where they were like, how working in public service for 20 years did she amass $2 million? And it was like, yeah, dog, her salary was 400000 a year. Like, <laughs> do, do some basic arithmetic. Like, like wh- what are you talking about? Like, they just like to throw these large numbers because then they're just like, yeah, you're not worth $2 million, So clearly he's a fucking asshole over here. Ignore my $62 billion. Oh, my God. What? 
he goes, what? And I liked Bernie's last response to him. He, he goes, what What tax haven do you live in? Yeah. <laughs> I did read an article that when Bloomberg was mayor, he lived in one of, like, the island tax havens, and he would catch, like, flights and helicopters up to New York to actually be mayor. No. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, what? so he was the mayor of the city and didn't, didn't live, live in the city. Yeah, or had not his primary residence or something, so he couldn't get taxed as living there. That is fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that debate was was comical. That, yeah. That's the best word to use. It, it kneecapped his campaign before it even started. We hope. I still don't know what money does. I'm scared to think what money does. Yeah. I. But how, spent, how much has he spent so far? $500 million? He's, I think he's, uh, he's between four and five. He spent $220 million in January. Yeah, that's insane. To kickstart it. No, no, he kickstarted it earlier, I think. Like, uh, yeah, November. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, he did. I, that was one month, though, it was just, $220 million. It just mm-hmm. And this came out when he had spent $400 million, right? Yeah. And the, the thing I saw was you, sp- you have $500 in your bank account. You spend two dollars and fifty cents to get on uh, the, the subway. Oh, okay. To get on the subway in New York, yeah. you have spent more of your wealth yeah. than he has spent in four hundred million dollars yeah. so far. Oh yeah, just kind of wild. Blows my mind that you it's can spend two dollars and fifty cents, yeah. right? Monopoly dollars. Yeah, he doesn't care. If I was like a psychopath and I had that much money, I would buy the presidency. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not a. Uh, we're not ideological here. We're just poor. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we don't have we don't stand for anything. Well, since we're still talking about Bloomberg, before we go into the shout-outs, I think I'm going to do my little segment here. We are, uh, you know, uh, editorializing a bit here. We, we're, we're into politics. We talk about it quite a bit. And, and we thought we'd offer an olive branch to the uh, Bloomberg campaign. Um, this is free advice. This is not a grift, Mike. N- new not segment. A new, grift, yeah, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please send us money <laughs> yeah. for more of this we advice. We will give you more advice. This is free. Not a grift. Not a grift. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm just going to give some free advice uh, to Jim, uh, you know to the Bloomberg campaign and see what see what uh, comes of it. Starting it off, hire Jim Messina to be your <laughs> campaign manager. <laughs> <laughs> It's worked out really well Solid for everyone advice. else the last eight years. Um, uh, this is to, to his campaign, not to him. Uh, switch Mike's night meds with his day meds. Oh, <laughs> that could be fun. I think that'll work out for the best. Um, hire us to make a Bloomberg podcast. <laughs> New slogan, Mike's going to build a better wall, and he is going to pay for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like 25 bill? I got that. <laughs> Oh, man. That's so funny. Um, Ted Cruz, vice president. Good call. Good call. Can't see any way that would go wrong. All right. So that's it for my general uh, advice. I've got some rebranding advice here. Now, Bloomberg, it it already holds some negative connotations. Uh, You know, uh, Warren kind of, you know, throttled him. There's already a a news network. The brand has been hurt. It's hurt. So we're going to offer you – wow, I've got – I've got seven new brand branding co- initiatives you can do here. So let's start it off. Um, 
Schroomberg become the legalized hallucinogens candidate. <laughs> Scoop up that Tulsi crowd immediately. <laughs> Doomberg 2020. Appeal to the Doomer Gen Z kids and uh, start talking about how uh, death is inevitable. He's already trying to meme his way in. Yes. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Sonic Boomberg. <laughs> Sonic from the new Sonic movie is your running mate. <laughs> Court Roomberg to remind people who the king of NDAs is. Coomberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bloomberg, but he's horny online. <laughs> All right. Oh, Broomberg. Here to clean up Trump's mess. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. And finally, Entomberg. Keel over and die during the primary. Let Bernie win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, those are free. Oh. You those don't have free. to pay a dime. Uh, if you want anything else, though, let us know. Not a grift. Not a grift. We have really good ideas. Uh, what's our asking price? <laughs> oh, <it's, laughs> you don't want to know how low I'll go for this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say $150,000. You, you, you give me $50,000. I think I'll, that's <laughs> what Meme 2020 got paid for their memeing shit was uh. like one hundred fifty k. <laughs> so, all right, are we heading into shout-outs, boys? I think we head into shout-outs. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start it off because we just got done talking about Bloomberg. Um, I'm going to shout-out Twitter for suspending 70 pro uh, Bloomberg accounts on Friday. <laughs> um, yes, they broke the rules of Twitter, um, but I thought it was a great, great news article to see. I'm like, oh, yeah, get them. Right? True. True, true, true. I guess I'll go second. Um, I wanted to shout-out just like a fun story I saw this week. Uh, the title of the story is Zamboni Driver, 42, Gets Win as Emergency Goalie for the Canes. And this is David Ayers. So usually, uh, I guess, I'm not a big NHL guy, but I was reading up a little bit on this, and I guess it's normal to have, like, someone in the stands who could play backup goalie <laughs> in case, like, both goalies get injured. So so this guy says... So you day trading during the day, yeah, goalie at night. Exactly. Well, he's, he's a Zamboni Driver. Oh, and, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 he was sitting in the arena with his wife with, like, half-dressed for it, and then he got a call that, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, he got he got a call that uh, the Carolina Hurricanes goalie went down, so he got suited up, and I guess he works and lives in Toronto, but shut their shit down as goalie and helped the Hurricanes win. It was fucking tight as hell <laughs> thing so to cool. do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't it so great? That's awesome. Yeah, so he had his first NHL win as the Zamboni driver. <laughs> yeah. That is a great so, yeah, story. A, a light one for you guys this week. <laughs> oh. All right, Nick, what do you have as your shout-out for? Doom and gloom. Doom we're and back gloom. to it. We're, oh, we're doing yeah. some doom and gloom here. Shout-out to my former home state, Utah. Always love when Utah's oh, in the headlines. God. It's always something good. It's always good. It's always something good. Utah sends state employees to Mexico for lower prescription prices. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So that was on uh, last week tonight. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. He did a Medicare for All episode. Oh and my. And they were they addressed this company. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it's the state. Oh, there's the a company state who does employees. It too. Like of Utah, so okay. government employees. There's a company on That's last insane. week tonight. He was talking about. There's an insurance company who figured out it was cheaper to fly people. To, I think it was San Diego. Put them in a private car, drive into Tijuana, buy their prescription, and pay them five hundred dollars cash for making the trip than it was to just pay for their medicine in America. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, Jesus! Yeah, I, I was just watching that the other day. Was it's last week tonight's <laughs> Medicare for All episode. 
and they were talking about that. So I'm glad to know that it's a practice done widely. Yeah, they gave an example of someone who was paying 450 in copays every few months for medication. Uh, it would have increased to 2,400 every few months if she had not started traveling to Mexico. Damn. She traveled to Mexico to keep it at 450. Yeah, that's wild. That's insane. Yeah. Shout out Utah. Shout out Utah. Doing good things. And shout out to the United States for not negotiating drug prices with drug companies. Yeah, really stellar Smart. move. Smart. 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 <laughs> yeah. We've got the smartest. We've got the brightest. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Am I, am I going to lead off our stories this week? I think so. We're going to talk about pop culture, boys. Oh, all right. It's been something I've been talking at people about all week. <laughs> Netflix's new television show. Oh, God. <laughs> I Go want, in. I've, I've been talking to people about it. I've been talking at people about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a television show, my new guilty pleasure, Love is Blind. And it's the greatest I've show. Heard, Sierra was telling me about this really? yesterday. Okay, so it's wild. So you get split up into men and women and put in these two pods where you can like talk between the walls and you got to decide if you want to fall in love just based off their voice. (laughs) (laughs) And what What? they say, and what they say, you never get to see them. (laughs) But Netflix also has a motto called no fatties or uggos. So they're all like, (laughs) they're all like seven to tens. I think they had one token fatty and one token uggo. Uggos. Yeah. So it's just buck wild because it's like I've never felt more attacked. It's like right, yeah. I've fallen both those categories. They haven't had like an average human being on that show that gets more than like three minutes of airtime. It was buck wild, and then it's so crazy too because like you'll be on like your third quote unquote date with someone, and it's like talking through an hour, like an hour through a wall, and they'll be just like, "Man, I'm starting to really fall in love with you, girl." (laughs) (laughs) What was that? What was that? Oh, my God. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes was uh, this guy. He's a really ugly crier, and he's proposing to this girl. And he's like, will you marry me? And she just goes, stand up. And then so she waits and gets him to stand up. And then she's like, look, I'm going to be your equal, and I'm just as powerful as you. So will you marry me? That's oh, oh God! It's like the cringiest, like most cheesy bullshit I've ever seen in my life, and I cannot get enough of it. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it? So good, that is so and that's good. not even like the half of it. Like, there's mm. so many things I could point out, but I'm trying not to spoil it by saying people's names. But there's like, there's like one couple who's super cool. Another chick just rebounds like immediately and then is a douchebag about it the whole rest of the show. Like, <laughs> just talking about how great the first guy was and how she still deserves to be with him. <laughs> like, to her now fiance about oh. the first guy. Yeah, it's gold. Everyone who hasn't seen that show should That's check it out. amazing. Yeah. Have you ever seen that show, uh, 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, this this feels very much like that, but taken to <laughs> but the like most logical worse. extreme. Yeah. Well, the, the thing I love about 90 Day Fiance is it's like, we found two toxic people from opposite yeah. sides yeah. of the globe. Let's see, right. how, let's yeah, see how it yeah, works. How let's see how this goes. Yeah. It's just like oh, some, some woman from like rural Ohio goes to Nigeria and like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the girls comes out after after she's been like engaged and they've met each other's families and stuff. She tells her now fiance, 
uh, like, yeah, I have $20,000 in student debt, and I don't really like working. I really want to be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, uh, I've known you for two weeks, but can you just kind of pay that off for me? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God, it's the best, man. You got to check it out. Yeah. I have been looking for a new show to stream. Yeah, yeah, that you'll binge good. this shit. You gotta force yourself through episode one, but when you get through episode one, you're attached to these people. Well, I I haven't watched it, but I did see what is it a new one every seven days or one? It's like a weekly show. They release. They've a new now one released every week. all the episodes except for the wedding episode because the final episode that's been released now is a cliffhanger of like you get to like day thirty or whatever when you're supposed to get married the next day, and they have all their bachelor and bachelorette parties, and then uh, it's like the cliffhangers like. Hey, like I know we're doing this, but should we do this? Like, are we sure? Are we sh- are we sure we- it's a smart idea to get married tomorrow? Something we yeah, just yeah, met. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no, it's that's wild. Great. This one girl had the like the most like it's straight fire roast on this guy like ever, and she because they were in a fight, and she goes, "Hey, you know how you've told me that this is the best sex of your life? You ever notice how I don't return that compliment?" <laughs> oh shit. Rest in peace, this right? man's whole career. He's right. for real. And it's like brought down. I would know. I would recognize that guy if I saw him at Vons, and I would just start laughing because it's just like now that's part of television history. Yeah. So poor guy. Oh, yeah, I, it, it was it was pretty great. So yeah, everyone check that out. That's, that's what I wanted to bring to the show today. That is amazing. Yeah, that one lady lets her dog content. drink. Okay. Sorry, last one, because I could go on highlight reel for the show for hours. <laughs> You're real excited but about this, job. It's so good. <laughs> one lady, very nonchalantly, is drinking wine, lowers her wine glass, lets her dog drink some of her wine, and then continues drinking her wine. And just goes, <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. He really likes wine. <laughs> Alcohol is great for dogs. Yeah, right? And that's what I was thinking the whole time was like, you know, that's like super toxic for dogs, right? Like, she's just like, yeah, he likes it, you know? Like, <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. It's his vice. So, yeah, I'm going to sign off my with that on, on my wine. story. That's why yeah. we became French. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, everyone check out Love is Blind, because that's my, like, new shit that I love to talk about. <laughs> Who we passed cool. into those? I think uh, McLean's got a, yeah. a new segment for us. I do have a new segment. Um, I'm pretty excited about this one. It is called Florida Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to kind of, bru- I'm going to jump through ten different news uh, article titles. I'm going to start uh, a timer for you. They all have to do the Florida Man. If you guys have a question, we'll dive into the article, but I'm just going to read the headlines because the headlines pretty much tell you everything you need mm-hmm. to know. Cool. All right. All right. Three, two, go for it. All right. Florida man convinces people from all over the country to FedEx him tens of thousands of dollars to c- in cash to his motel room to get rid of viruses on their computers. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah. Florida man in kilt flashes anus at Renaissance Festival crowd. <laughs> That's, why else would you wear a kilt? Yeah. Specifically his anus. <laughs> not, not his ass. Not his ass. He spread cheeks. <laughs> they got a good look at his whispering eye. <laughs> what? That was from Role Models. Oh. Um, my personal favorite, Florida man fatally shoots himself playing with his gun while waiting for a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? You know you're in a safe part of town when a guy's just flipping his gun up and down. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting in line. Sitting in the, sitting yeah. in the waiting area. Great clips. Just yeah. waiting. He's got a holster. He's just spinning it around. Yeah. He's just spinning it on Quick his finger. Drop. Spinning it on the, on the trigger. 44 Magnum. <laughs> most powerful handgun in the world. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> All right, uh, hallucinating Florida man swings sledgehammer at demons, <laughs> damaging several homes, including his own. <laughs> you can't tell me bath salts were not involved here. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds like Florida. Sure. <laughs> All right, and this isn't, it, it's, it's called Florida man because everyone knows that. But this one is a Florida woman. Uses hand sanitizer. Yeah, for sure. Florida woman uses hand sanitizer to wash out students' mouth. Not for cursing, but for talking too loud. <laughs> Be quiet, bitch. <laughs> Got that Amy Klobuchar energy. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, Florida man wears fuck the police shirt to court and wins the case. <laughs> fuck yes. That is fire, yeah. I want to find out his name. That's my new Twitter name is whatever his name is. <laughs> I'll send you the article. Uh Florida man pulls out gun and says, I'll kill anyone in here after he was honked at in the Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> kill anyone in here? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Florida man dressed as Fred Flintstone pulled over after driving Footmobile. No way. It is a smart car without doors, and the whole, you know, outside is like the Fred Flintstone's car, and he... Cut holes for his feet? Cut holes, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is amazing. Oh, God. Okay, actually, I think this one is my favorite. But uh, Florida man arrested for pulling gun on escort. She was touching everything in my house but my dick. (laughs) 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 Florida, please never change. That's amazing. All right, last one. Um... So this one, let's see here. Sorry, my phone's being weird. All right, Florida man and his two friends rob drugstore of $32,000 in pills, take precautions like wearing surgical gloves so they don't leave prints, but toss empty pill bottles out the window of their getaway car, which cops follow like breadcrumbs to their front door. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I, I like threw the, the last one in their driveway. <laughs> they just never get it. They'll never find us. Wait, I, I want to just question the wording on this one. Florida man and his two friends, are these people assumed to be not from Florida? Is this like a Georgia man? <laughs> I don't, I don't man? know. Like, that's what they it, say. I, I, I would think yeah. it would be three Florida men. Three Florida men. Three Florida men, yeah. But it's Florida man Can we go back? and his two friends. I want to find out a little more on the on the guy who wore the fuck the police in, in, in court and won. What, what, was, what was his charge? All right, let's I got, see here. I got to know this. All right. Florida man walked into a courtroom wearing fuck the police t-shirt, won the case. Michael Burns of How of Boward County says he was videotaping police, police officers kicking people off public property after being told by one of the cops they were trying to ruin their oh, fun. He's a sovereign citizen. Yeah. 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 He said one of the you police know. officers told him to leave the scene, um, although he believed he wasn't legally obligated to do so. Burns uh, says he determined there wasn't much else to record, and he decided to go. Um, as he was pulling out, he says Boward County Sheriff began following him, and he claims to have slowed down to under 15 miles an hour, but the cop maintained his pursuit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, pulled over, and... Oh, jeez. Okay. He wrote <laughs> that six uh, other police officers showed up and surrounded his car. 
So he went to court where the shirt said fuck the police, and while I was told I had no Fifth Amendment right, and I was actually allowed to ask any questions during my trial, he wrote, I somehow still managed to win. <laughs> That's fantastic. He's That's a sovereign great. citizen. An American hero. The people hero. who record the cops and yeah. be like, yeah, don't fuck with me. I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they start cursing at police officers and shit. It's How do you want to be a meme tomorrow, bitch? Yeah, exactly. Do you want your kids to make fun of you for being that cop? Yeah, it's great. I don't believe in any of their ideals, but they make great videos. They're really good online. <laughs> well, it must be nice to be white. As an African-American, I'd never walk into a courtroom demonstrating such open defiance and disrespect. But he, before he went, he Googled protesters in Ferguson and decided that Fuck the police. Yeah. I'm going to wear shirts. Says fuck the police. Fuck the police. Nice job, dude. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah that is dope. Ahead. Shout out from the whole squad. That's our fourth shout For out. For sure. Yeah. Was it Michael Burns? Michael Burns. Michael Burns. Shout out. American hero. Right. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. I, right. I, I, that, I that segment's a lot of fun. It's story time. It is my story time. All right. Well, I was between two stories here, so I am going to go with the more lighthearted of the two. Because uh, the other one might sound a bit like bullying, so I'm gonna I'm gonna not do that. Uh, <laughs> if we've got time, I might let you in on that one. Yeah. Uh, this one here. <laughs> I already planned an Easter egg. I think we need to hear. <laughs> the battle between Yukon neighbors ends with alleged Roomba attack. No, we've talked about this. One. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. This so, one's good. So a man. Uh, I guess if you guys have already read this, they uh, they were having a fight. Over there, over the fence, over fe- and they Wait, were the one was guy tearing down the fence. Or and something? Someone was tearing down the fence, yeah. going on a violent spree, throwing fecal matter, breaking yeah. down the fence, <laughs> and then barricading himself inside his home afterward. Yeah. Eventually, the bomb squad and SWAT team were called out, and he was taken into custody. <laughs> uh, I told him, "If you break through this fence, I will sh- have to shoot you." Said his neighbor. <laughs> uh, I was scared for my family. He threw fecal matter out from his driveway onto our yard. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice response. That's what I do. Just shit straight into his hand and lobbing it. Like. Yeah. It's like, gotta reload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brag out. Well, that, that three hours is lunchtime. <laughs> then he, uh, he decided that that wasn't enough, so he, he literally threw his Roomba, full size Roomba, just hucked it out. It's yeah. a mean frisbee. Oh, <laughs> it's got some weight to it. So that one was a short one, and uh, it, was, it was it was a it was a good laugh, good good I belly mean, laugh. In his I had. defense, I think he was throwing the Roomba to clean up the poop he threw, and he was like, you know what, that was probably pretty fucked up. Here's the Roomba. I'll fix my mess. <coughs> All right, Nick. All right. What's this? What's this next one? Next story is the only story that's ever made me feel anything uh, like sympathy towards Pete Buttigieg. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I have for the first time ever sided with that sniveling little rat uh, because top evangelical Christian website says Pete Buttigieg's homosexuality makes him quote-unquote deserving of death. Jesus Jesus. Christ. Yeah, Yeah, this is is, um, from, what is the popular Christian magazine Charisma. (laughs) Never heard of it. (laughs) And... (laughs) Decried how people are celebrating a, can- a presidential candidate is publicly introducing and even kissing without shame his husband in the name of progressivism. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's he's uh, kissing's fine. 
but you should feel bad about it. You should it. visually <laughs> look ashamed to do it. What the fuck is this? You should be apologizing as you're kissing. Oh my god. There's one that it came up on Fox News too, where like they were they were talking about uh, Rush Limbaugh attacked him for ki- like kissing his husband on stage. Yeah. And some like brave journalist on Fox News was like. Yeah, he's had one partner that he's been faithful to in marriage. We should be talking about Trump's three wives and how he (laughs) cheated on one while she was pregnant with a porn star. And, like, she was just rattling off all this stuff. And then the Fox News person was like, okay, well, no need to get personal. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Well, no need to talk about my personal friend like that. (laughs) It was like like not even 45 seconds after getting personal on Pete Buttigieg for being gay, they were just like, don't attack our president. <laughs> Quote from the article, Buttigieg will also do his best to marginalize those who are convinced that these relationships are contrary to the will of God. Oh, God. It's crazy how many people still believe this stuff. I mean... It's wild to it, me. It's, it's one of those things that you like go day to day pretending doesn't exist anymore, and then all of a sudden something just slaps you yeah. in the face yeah, really yeah, yeah. hard with one of these people that's just, like, living in, in you know, yeah. like, 1985. And have, like, like very the, casual conversations about, like, hating gay people. Or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, You're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Um, what, speaking of uh, Pete, I totally forgot to mention when, after uh, John read his little poem, Aww. that... Uh, it so happens that that was very, very, very similar to something that Barack Obama. No way, Pete. Pete plagiarizing is trying to Pete. <laughs> okay, guys, let's be honest. It wasn't plagiarizing in a direct plagiarism sense. It was plagiarizing in the sense of like a high school kid who copies and pastes their friend's thing and then feeds it through a thesaurus. I just changes the words around a little bit. Well, I, That's he, the vibe I got. He At changed least he did a little more respect than Melania's he, uh, direct copy. <laughs> <laughs> just reading. These are my daughters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his he literally swapped out voice with light. Obama's yeah. was oh, yeah. one voice can change the room, and if one voice can change the room, it can change but the city. And blah blah blah. It was a high school gym. <laughs> <laughs> not a room, McLean. <laughs> he didn't just switch the location. <laughs> so I, I I love his new name. I mean, he has so many great names, but plagiarizing Pete is a, that's pretty catchy. that's a pretty good one. Yeah, Mayor Cheat, Pete Pete the Rat, um, yeah. Sneaky Pete, plagiarism yeah. Pete. It might might stick. Yeah, plagiarism Pete might stick. Now, has Trump given him a nickname yet? No. No. Oh, that's it's gonna he has be a good. Name. I'm excited. That I know of. I'm no, excited. No, he just says this. his last name. Oh, it Buttigieg. Yeah, Buttigieg. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. sent Nick a video. I think it could be a good chaser. <laughs> What's the title? <laughs> we are as we are out here asking random cops the same silly questions they ask regular citizens. Uh, I'm ready for you this. Ready? I'm All ready right. for this. I think this is the video, but. Oh. All right, this is going to be the chaser. Uh, let's uh, lead us out. Lead it just it out. It popped into my brain on the sovereign citizen topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is going to be good. Who are you? I'm Detective Mike Jardine. Oh, yeah? What are you working on? <laughs> what are you working on? It doesn't matter what I'm working on. I'm asking you, what are you doing here taking pictures? Where have you, uh, where have you been today? Have you been here all day? Or have you been out and about a little bit? <laughs> What is this about? Who are you? I'm, I'm asking the questions. Where have you been today? 
guy looks like, like every cop who's ever question. pulled me yeah, over you're ever. You're on this property. You're you're on this property, so you need to ask answer my questions. Are you drunk? Why are you slurring your words today? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to the bar today at all? <laughs> who are you? Have you been to the bar today? Who are you? I'm an investigator. <laughs> investigator for who? Investigative journalist at all. Working on a fraud case. That's okay. where I've been. Okay. Have you been to the bar at all today? No. Okay. You got any drugs on you? <laughs> Have you used any drugs today? What a ridiculous question. That's not a ridiculous hey, question. Deputy Harris, you know who this guy is? Do you know where he's been today? <laughs> he starts asking his funny uh, questions. I don't, I, no, I don't keep tabs on him. Okay. I, about. <clears throat> Do you know what time his shift started? <laughs> oh, this okay. is great. Um, does he usually drink on the job, or no? no. Not not that anybody knows of for sure. <laughs> Have you guys ever breathalyzed him? He got him with the glass. Like, when did you stop beating your wife? Would you, would you submit to a breathalyzer for me right now? You're ridiculous. You know that. You got about five minutes to get out of here right now. Or what? Or what? You're you're on my on, property. This isn't your yeah, property. Shut the hell up. Get out of here now. What'd you say? I said shut up and get out. No, of here. you get out of here now. Hey, you better get it. You better get your boy. Get your butt back in your office you and do your up. job. You shut up. Get you out get of here. your butt back in your office no. and do your job. No. You get your ass back in there. You don't look back here again. I'll be watching you. You are now under investigation. <laughs> to be clear, it has not been proven that Mike Jardine is or was drinking on the job. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Credit where credit's due, I guess it comes from a channel on YouTube called James Freeman. Uh, like Freeman, and I guess he does a lot of this shit, but that one was one I saw last week that I was dying. <laughs> get your ass back in <laughs> get there. Get your ass back inside. Do don't you work. Don't you look back. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think that's a good way to play us out this week. This oh. is the correct way to be a white person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is what... Get your way. ass back to work, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And we'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Please subscribe. Please follow, rate, review, Spotify, Apple, Tell a friend, Google, you know? YouTube. Yeah, share it with them. You know, sometimes you just haven't talked to that guy in a long time. Be like, you hey. haven't talked to a friend in two years? Just text you him that, out of the blue. Be like, weird hey. dude from high school? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Text him. Yeah. Text him? <laughs> that he guy might that, like this. That guy that sent you an invitation to be part of his multi-level marketing exactly. scheme? Respond with our episode. Exactly. This one. Or the last one. True, true, true. All right, guys. All right. All right. Later. Later. Later.